We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, this half hour, we are going to talk about foreclosure prevention. Have you heard about that? Especially in the black neighborhoods. And they're taking on Minnesota's racial housing gap. Well, tonight's conversation on race is brought to you by YMCA of the North. YMCA is committed to discussions on racial equity and inclusion and being a leader in social responsibility. Our guest tonight is Catrice L. Williams, Director of Wealth Development, and she's joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Welcome, Catrice. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jerlyn. It is an absolute pleasure. It is my pleasure. Um, the, 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 this news that's come out, it says an, an uneven pandemic recovery, along with inflation, is fueling concern about foreclosure activity. In Minnesota, there is a push to ensure households of color do not suffer the same fate as they did after the 2008 housing crisis. You remember that. Uh, nonprofits providing housing assistance say the crisis had a devastating effect on black neighborhoods in particular. Um, with you joining us tonight to talk about this as Director of Wealth Development for the Urban League in Twin Cities, and that you have said it was felt in such places as North Minneapolis and East St. Paul and widened, widened home ownership disparities in the region. This is so real, and so many that live over North Minneapolis, including myself, can feel how stifling this is for our communities. So where do we begin talking about this? Because we've been talking about it for a long time. Have you been seeing a change? A change, yes. A change because there's so much more access to knowledge. There are so many so many resources available to families and families of color particularly. And as Minnesota's homeownership gap has risen to, you know, national notoriety, it has really shined a spotlight on us to kind of get our act together. Yeah. So where do we begin getting our act together here in the great state of Minnesota? Well, it it first starts like admitting there's a problem. Admitting there are systematic barriers. Forgive me for laughing, Catrice. We know that they know this. We talk about it all the time, it seems like. And where do we start now? We, yes, in our communities, we've been talking about this problem for decades. And the fact that homeownership has, the homeownership has, has declined in the black community since the 50s. It got to about, what, 46% in the 50s, and it has just declined decade over decade, and it it's systematic. However, 
now that we're gaining national notoriety because Minnesota now has the second largest home ownership disparity between white and black families in the nation, it is making people wake up. It's making people wake up. And as far as like where we start, we really start with education. We start with um, financial empowerment. We start with changing, um, changing policy and changing lending guidelines and addressing the systematic barriers that have affected our people for, for generations um, and their access to capital and wealth. And I know that free financial counseling has has been offered so many times, so many years. Um, I've been in Minnesota for 44 years, and it's quite remarkable that this problem persists and grows, right? Um, But will will we even understand it? Will people that come for the support to say, hey, I want the financial counseling, will they truly understand the language of financial counseling and wealth building tools? That is why nonprofits are so important on the financial empowerment journey because we understand like we understand the problem and through a cultural lens and we understand that most people who come through our doors aren't bankers they don't understand what an APR is or what an AMI is or any other the any of the millions or countless I'm sorry any of the count any of the other countless acronyms or bank jargon that may be used and we approach things from a cultural lens. So we try to talk to you in a language that you understand. We let you drive the process. The pace of your counseling and your empowerment goes at one that you drive. So yes, it is like it it is important and it is it is impactful. You know, you start talking about mortgage mortgage um and how they go up and down, those numbers go up and down. You know, do you have a secured uh, mortgage where you pay the same thing until you're ready to move and sell the house, or do you not? Do you have this APR that goes up and up and up? It's just so confusing. That is my biggest challenge. How do we start to educate? How do we start to give the news to the people who are really interested in buying a home, you know, giving them the right, uh, the access to the understanding of the language that's being uh, used? It's like an attorney. You know, you go to here or to meet an attorney because you have something you need done, whether it's your will or whatever. Well, their language is not going to speak to everybody, right? <laughs> you know, I remember having to look up. I used to carry a dictionary with me all the time, and I would look up words if I couldn't understand it, right? Don't be embarrassed by that, folks. Carry a dictionary Absolutely. if you need to because you need that to understand. in your pocket. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's There you go. You got your dictionary in your pocket. There you go. Okay, so where do we begin? How do people say, I'm going to call? I'm going to make an appointment and I'm going to go in and see if I can get a mortgage. I'm going to well, go see if this is going to work for me. Honestly, this is a Catrice ism. It is not an urban leagueism. It is not a standard policy. Start with a nonprofit. Start with, Start a, nonprofit. with a nonprofit. Start with a do nonprofit. You have any, do you have any nonprofits to suggest? The one at the top of my list is Urban League Twin Cities. <laughs> of course. Oh, they, they do a great job. <laughs> Urban League Twin Cities. There are, there are tons of us in our community that have dedicated housing counselors start with a HUD certified counseling agency, um, whether it be urban league twin cities or PRG or PPL or uh, model cities or build wealth, Minnesota, any of those nonprofits dial their numbers, 
we all offer home buyer education and our home buyer education classes are taught by industry professionals of color. So you are going to get this information in a way that it is palatable to you in a, in a setting where you can ask questions, where it's a safe space, where we tell you when you get here, Hey, don't be afraid to ask that question. The person sitting behind you may have that question and may be afraid to ask it, ask it for them. And you get it. You get this, you get this education from someone who looks like you, who came, who has probably grown up in a place similar to where you've grown up, who is passionate about advancing black home ownership and home ownership for families of color in Minnesota, whether you know, it's a realtor or a mortgage loan officer or an insurance agent or an appraiser, an inspector, all these people come in and volunteer their time. So they're not here to make money. They're here to advance black wealth. Okay, so Bill Gray, Director of uh, Stakeholder Relations for the Minnesota Home Ownership Center, said that mm-hmm. promoting such efforts in affected areas will hopefully, hopefully, hopefully prevent foreclosure spikes. That doesn't sound um, promising to me. Is it that we're always hopeful, which is a good thing, but when you put it out there like this and people hear those kind of words, they get discouraged, right? They know they're in for a fight. Is the fight getting um, s- slower? Are we not? Uh, are we advancing more so that we don't have to fight anymore? Are we? Are we winning? I would love to answer that question with an affirmative, but it it is a it, it is a fight. It is a fight, and as a people who have survived kidnapping and the Middle Passage and four hundred years of slavery, it's not a fight that we're not capable to fight. It's not and a fight that we're not capable to fight. It's not a fight. It's not a fight that we're not that we're ill-equipped to fight. It's not. And hopefully, in Bill's words, hopefully, at some point, we will get we will get to a place where this fight doesn't have to be fought anymore. Where we will have broken down the systematic barriers that that keep us from being able to attain wealth, so that we have the knowledge and the tools at our disposal so that when a recession hits, when a foreclosure crisis happens in our nation, that we are not hit as hard as we were hit in 08. Yeah, I understand that. At the same time, we know, you and I both know, that those numbers can change so fast when they're getting a loan, uh, when they're getting a mortgage, and they say on one day, oh, we, we can definitely get you this loan at this low number. You come back two or three weeks later to finalize some things, oh, that's not available anymore, and all of a sudden, it's sky high. It's really frustrating how it's done. It almost it's, it's ought to be illegal. You know, for the families to have to go through this, I I get very frustrated about it. It breaks my heart. I've owned two homes myself, and Mm -hmm. it's really hard today, specifically um, for those that want to find a a small condo. Or it's just so tough for anyone in the BIPOC community to get it done. So then, what should we do next? Well, that circles back to that circles back to knowledge, and I would add another piece to advocacy. Um, that is why I am, that's why I will shout from the rooftops, start with a nonprofit, start with a nonprofit, start with a home ownership counselor who can be in your corner to help you navigate this process and, you know, help you choose the right realtor, help you choose the right mortgage loan officer for you, 
help you choose the right program for you. Here at Urban League, we are launching an African-American community land trust, which is pretty much, which is geared toward families who fall between, who are below 80% um, annual, or I'm sorry, average median income. And it is a program to help stabilize um, stabilize home payments with affordability gap um, support and deferred maintenance support. So we can make home ownership and affordable home ownership something that is sustainable in our community. Oh, how I hope that you are correct. Because, it, you know, it's not that I'm losing hope, but I have to tell you it's slowing down when it comes to home ownership because the rules keep changing by the people who can change it, not by those who want it changed or those that need it changed. Um, and so if that's the case, I, I find it painful to think about what it will take for more families to get into their own homes. But I'm hopeful. I am hopeful. So do you have any other thoughts about this that you want to share with me? Um, nothing other than, again, this is a, not a fight that we are not, that we are not equipped to fight. We are a resilient people. And, you know, even though resilience is a great quality to have, um, at, one, at some point you do get tired. At some point you do get tired. But hopefully, you know, we haven't lost our vigor and we haven't lost our zeal yet to make sure that as we fight, we we affect the change that we want to see in housing policy, in the home ownership, um, the home ownership numbers here in Minnesota that will make home ownership a an attainable possibility for our grandchildren and wealth building the standard and not the acceptance of the rule for black families in Minnesota. I read that the fact is if you're paying full market rent, full market rent, you can mm-hmm. probably afford a mortgage. Absolutely. It's there are 84,000 84, mortgage affordable black families in Minnesota. 84,000 84,000 mortgage affordable black households in in Minnesota. But they can't qualify because of what? It's not necessarily that they can't qualify. It's not necessarily that they can't qualify. And if they can't qualify for a mortgage, there's, there's, there's probably minimal work that they could do to be able to qualify for a mortgage. That's why it's so important that you start with your nonprofit. If you, and it, and, and a lot of it is mindset. Like a lot of people don't know that home ownership is a possibility or they don't understand that home ownership isn't as, it isn't as far away or isn't as hard of a goal to attain than they think. Okay. So you own a home, correct? I do. Okay. So I I mentioned the fact is that you're paying full market rent. If you're paying full market rent, you could probably afford a mortgage. You could probably afford a mortgage. Right. It's just qualifying for that mortgage. That's a problem. And you and I both know qualifying is everything. If you don't qualify, then no mortgage. That's it. And that has to change. There has to be an opening somewhere that allow families that are not making the kind of money of, you know, people in this community that are white, um, that can, or Asian, that can afford a home over here, no problem, put down whatever they need. But Mm -hmm. there are families that are ready. They're ready to buy it. They're, They're paying attention to what you're saying. They're paying attention to what others are saying. But if you don't qualify, then 
that's game over until that you try why, again. That is, that is why starting with your nonprofit is so important. When you sign up for homeownership, when you sign up for homeownership counseling with a nonprofit, mm-hmm. we pull your credit. We pull a tri-merge credit score. So we pull the same credit score that a banker would pull if you were to go in to apply for a mortgage. We take a look with you. We, our, our counselors are HUD certified. They're certified by the, by, the, by the Housing and Urban Development Department in the United States. So we can look through whatever your financial picture is, help you set goals, and attain those goals so that you can be ready. You can be ready the next time that you go sit down across from a banker to apply for, for, for a loan. Right. We and I, and I have to tell you, Catrice, okay, excuse me for interrupting because we're running out of time, mm-hmm. but um, bottom line is I hope to have you back on again. And I want us to have this conversation on again. And I want to invite two other people and let's do a panel discussion. I hope you're Absolutely. up for that because we're sure going to contact you for it. So Catrice L. Williams, thank you so much for joining us. She's the Director of Wealth Development. I look forward to meeting you. All right. Likewise. Thank you so much All for right. having me. Okay. You have a good night. Take care. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.